0: Welcome to The Dig on the Huskers Radio Network podcast. Featuring Nebraska Volleyball Director of Operations, Lindsay Peterson. Here's your host, Jessica Coody.
1: Welcome back into another episode of The Dig. And we also welcome back the Director of Operations, Lindsay Peterson, back for another appearance uh, and a big weekend, fun weekend. Uh, Another couple wins on the road. Always nice to, to come back to Nebraska with those.
0: Yeah, any win in the Big Ten we say is a good win, but it was another great test for our team on the road. We played in some great environments at Michigan State and Michigan. They had record crowds for them again, and um, going back home to Ann Arbor for Harper put a little bit of a different mm-hmm. um, spin on our match and having her play against her sister, but we we got tested again. We learned a few more lessons about our team and walked away with some things that we need to work on and uh, grew as a team, and... Anytime you can go to a match and, you know, a win doesn't always have to be pretty, but there's always lessons to be learned from it, and we definitely walked away with stuff that we'll be working on this week as we get ready to approach this weekend and uh, just a little more of a callous buildup for our players for going on the road in the Mm -hmm. Big Ten and dealing with those type of environments and understanding we're going to get everybody's best shot.
1: And you know that it's going to be a grind, but physically, mentally at this point with two back-to-back, back-to-backs to start Big Ten. How is this team physically, mentally, how are y'all managing that at this point?
0: Yeah, you can see it's starting to take a little bit of a toll. Uh, week three of the Big Ten, to our last two weeks have been on the road, back-to-back, and putting travel in there. And then this time of year of school, you're getting into about mid-turn time um, for them. And so you're seeing a little bit of uh, um, fatigue mentally and physically on our with our team. Uh, we are managing it the best we can with practices, limiting reps and jumps when we are in our tough, tougher practice days, but we also, we looked at an opportunity today to try to give our girls more time just for recovery, so not so much time in the gym, give them an off day at the gym and have them focus on recovery and what they need to do for academics and just a mental reset for them. They need to fill their tank back up, and I think that will you'll see a big change when we get back in the gym on Tuesday. One, a two-day break hopefully will make the players hungry to get back in the gym and work on things that we need to get better on. And two, they'll just be a little bit more rejuvenated and um, had some time to really get that mental and physical reset. And that's, that's key this time of year, especially with a young team. A lot of these players, you know, their high school seasons are starting to draw toward an end, towards an end. Usually they're over here in the next month. So we're just starting to get in the thick of things. So we want to try to stay as fresh as possible.
1: That mental aspect of it, because, you know, we've, we've heard especially over the last, well, since I've been here over the last three years and, and Coach Cook's been one that's really embraced the mental part of it. How have you seen that evolve and become uh, such an important priority for this program to make sure that you are addressing the mental aspect of things as much as you are the physical
0: Usually, when you get to this stage, these players are very physically gifted. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's you'll make some improvements and changes, but really, where they're going to see a lot of growth is in the mental side of the game, just because the amount of pressure that's on them, uh, their the expectations put on being in this program. A lot of them are highly touted recruits coming in, so they have added expectation from that. So we want to make sure that they're not letting everything kind of build up and you know in, store it inside and feel the weight of everything on their shoulders. They've got to be able to handle the the grind mentally of going on the road, playing in these environments, the expectations of volleyball academics at the same time, what NIL, you throw that into the loop is causing and, and social media, they're having more attention that way. So we really, really stress the importance of a healthy mindset, you know, whether it be meditation, visualization, uh, meeting with our sports psychologist, whatever it is, whatever they need to make sure that they're staying in a good mind uh, space and that they feel confident because as soon as you see them struggling mentally, you'll see their confidence slip. That'll be the first thing to go. And maybe that's, that was kind of a sign to us in the last few road trips is our serving has struggled. And that's really a mental skill in the game. I mean, it's mm-hmm. you you really have control over that and you have to have confidence when you go back to the service line. So We've been struggling a little bit in that area, and I think that was a little a red flag for Coach to see this might be a good time to give them an opportunity to have a little reset and, you know, to step back for a second and address any of those areas that they might need to.
1: Hmm, fascinating. You, know, you, you had mentioned getting tested and, and getting everybody's best. There was a conversation with the Big Ten broadcasters about, you know, the Nebraska getting off to a better start. But how much of it, too, is it? I mean, you guys are going to get everybody's best. You have the target on their back. And I, most of the time you're getting the best crowds and and how much is it maybe just weathering a little bit of the storm to start off because you are getting everybody's best night in and night out it seems.
0: We definitely have been getting everybody's best shot and compared to how we started the non-conference when we were at home we started off usually pretty good. Sets one and two were usually our strengths and then we had to drop off set three so we had to change our focus and make sure as we were finishing non-conference in those home matches that we came out and we had a strong third set. We didn't let our performance slip or we didn't get complacent in that third set. And now in these last four road matches, we've seen we've gotten off to a slow start. And, you know, if you give a home team confidence, that's that's hard for you to battle back against. And so that was a very positive um, thing for us to see with our team is that we were able to battle back in those situations where we started slow, winning first sets that were close or coming back after being down. Uh, but them understanding that they, when you are on the road, you got to come out and you got to start out right away from the start, because if you give that opponent any type of momentum or any confidence being at home, they're going to be really fearless. And Mm -hmm. so you got to try to squash that right away with our performance and not give them any hope per se. Uh, But we know these teams are talented and they're going to come out They're They're looking forward to playing us. We do have that target. They don't have anything to lose. And, you know, we have a little bit of that undefeated pressure still hanging over our shoulders. And so I think that for our players, just to understand the importance of when when that first whistle blows, we got to be at 100% right away. We can't try to warm into it. And I think they've learned that the last couple of days or last couple of road trips to so hopefully our next road match, they'll be a little more prepared.
1: What are you seeing in those when teams take the lead? And then it seems like the last couple, especially that Nebraska's going on a runs what, what's igniting those runs? What are you seeing in that's allowing Nebraska to get back into it and, and regain that momentum from, from the
0: teams that are playing at home? Well, I think a key thing for our players is is they are not letting, they're not getting caught up in what has happened in the mm-hmm. past. Like they are moving on next point mentality, not letting what had just happened affect how the, how they play the next point. But the other thing is, is, I think they've just get in their mind like we're not losing. And it's a it's a great characteristic or trait of our team and strength of our team right now that when we have to flip that switch and go we can. However, at some point that might catch up to us if you know it may be too deep into the set for us to do that or it may um, cost us important sets when we can't afford to lose those. So it's we saw it this weekend against Michigan. We started down in that first set and. It was almost like our mindset just changed. We weren't going to lose, and we went back and served a couple aces, made a couple big plays, and we have those playmakers on our team. We have the capability to make big plays. We just have to understand we can't wait until our backs are against the wall to make those. We need to try to come out and not put ourselves in those situations where it's a do-or-die situation where, um, for us. And fortunately, it's worked in our favor, but ideally we would like to not to be in that position. Um, you
1: had mentioned at the beginning about the emotional weekend for Harper Murray playing her sister and there was a bunch of the split Nebraska Michigan t-shirts and hats and the 27 different colors in the in the stands. What was the week leading up to this weekend like for Harper going back to Michigan.
0: Harper definitely had a lot of uh, media attention on her going back and it's a it's a special situation because rarely do you see in division one two sisters playing against each other same conference and then let alone it's her hometown Um, and then with the her story of her dad and and all that leading into it so she was carrying a lot of weight going into this match Uh, it would been probably a little more emotional week than what she was expecting and uh, just needed to take a step back and understand that she had 13 players on her team that had rallied around her and understand it's we're 14 strong and our her team her teammates stepped up for her and we made it a note to coach talked about what a special game this was and to honor the fact that harper and her sister were getting to play against each other in her hometown and what it meant for her family and and just that town um in itself to have both sisters playing it at such a high level and to embrace that because it was also a tribute to us and our team and what we've done and accomplished so the team really rallied behind harper and and um i felt like you know, anybody in that situation, there's lots of mixed emotions, I'm sure, going into the start of that match, but uh, she handled it like a pro and, you know, played at a high level and uh, very, I was very impressed with how just she and her sister competed. They're very respectful, very mature young ladies, and it wasn't, um, it was about the game. You know, they were playing the game, honoring the sport and and their dad in that event, I think, and then after the match, it was pretty emotional for her and her family uh, to just get together and really, I guess, feel the emotions of it and what what all the had led up to that game.
1: You can tell that, and I know that everybody on the team is, it's a close-knit team and you can tell, but you can tell how much Harper means to this team. I feel like you can really get a sense for how much she's appreciated and respected Mm -hmm. by this entire team.
0: Yeah, they, I mean, our team is, understands the role and the weight that she carries for our team, being a six rotation outside and uh, being a freshman doing that. So she has a big role for our team and, her energy and her personality and mindset, they, they are a big factor for how well our team does. And, but our, our girls, you know, they're like sisters. They are really close off the court and, um, anytime anyone on the court may be struggling or may feel added pressure or our girls and team ladies have done a great job of just really embracing one another and making sure that they're there for each other and they feel that they're carrying it as a team. It's not an individual weight.
1: Being all that pressure, and then what she she leads a team win kills against Michigan State um, on Friday night and then has a double-double with 13 kills, 11 digs. What can you say about just the way her performance with all of that and, and even the Friday night, knowing what was coming up on Saturday, but just managing the whole weekend, how she was able to continue to perform at such a high level?
0: Harper is a very, very elite volleyball player. She's a gamer. She understands um, the importance of you know, what she brings to our team as far as passing, attacking. She can't afford to take one area of the game off because she has such a big role for us. And you you don't, a lot of people can't, we really can't put that on a lot of people. I mean, she's a very special player. And then to also factor in any of the outside distraction noise on it, I I feel like she really took it as a way to embrace it and have a chance to go back home, See family, see friends, play in front of them, like kind of show off, her, you know, the team. Like now, this is my team, and this is this is what Nebraska volleyball is about, and I'm a part of this, and and I think that was important for her. But she didn't make it about herself at all. She it was still Nebraska volleyball. We're here to compete, and uh, I think that was shows sign a lot of maturity and just shows the character of Harper.
1: All right, one more uh, about last weekend. Lindsey Krause getting her back, especially against Michigan, 15 kills, hit 519. How how good is it to see her getting back and, and feeling probably closer closer to 100% after what she had gone through?
0: Yeah, having Lindsey back in the lineup was um, and having the weekend that she did was big for us, especially felt like she came up with big kills and key moments for us and took some big swings. And a lot of times she's in a position where she may be getting out of system balls. And so that... The other team knows the set is going to her, and she has to find a way to um, terminate for us. And so she had a lot of confidence, and she also got opportunity to serve and had some big runs for us from the serving line. So that added to the strength of our team to have her back. And that's something we've always talked about: is we have depth, and so we were able to see that when Lindsay was out, and Allie stepped up, and then Lindsay's come back in, and she's performing at a high level. And I think that just speaks to our team and the the um, unique team that we have this year and the fact that we are deep but we uh, when, when one person's out or another person has an opportunity to play or has an opportunity to come in they become a game changer they're going to come out and make a difference and it's not really they aren't playing their role of just I'm a starter and I'm not playing this this game or whatever. they're embracing whatever their role is for that match and do whatever they can to help the team win and Lindsay Lindsay came out this weekend and really provided that spark for us.
1: All right, perfect trans- transition, because you mentioned out of system. And Amy tweeted me and asked me about maybe doing some volleyball one-on-one. I don't know if we just do a term of the week or what, but we, you know we still get some text messages, some people that comment in um, about on, on the dig, asking some volleyball terminology. So I thought for today we'd dive into in-system, out-of-system. You just mentioned Lindsey Krause getting out-of-system balls.
0: Can you tell us, break that down for us, what is in-system, out-of-system? So when a team is in system, that means that the pass is a good enough pass where they can run all offensive options. So if the setter is back row, you have three front row attackers. She's able to set all three of those attackers. You might have a back row option too, but where the pass is for her when she takes gets the ball to set it, she's in a good enough position where she can run every attacker, so it's her decision who she sets. Um, when we are out of system, a lot of times out of system comes into play if our setter plays the first ball. That means you have a non-setter setting, so you know the ball's probably not going to be a first tempo or going to our middles in a quick attack. It's going to go high to one of the pens. And so when it's a higher set, it allows the opponent's defense to get set up, block to get set up, and they're not trying to read what the setter's doing. It's a more uh, planned or a scripted ball where it's going to be going, And so if you see our team out of system, it could be whether it could be one, our setter played the first ball, two, it could be out of system off a dig. A lot of times after serve receive has occurred and a team has hit at us and we're making trying to come back in transition, we could be out of system that way because they may have hit a hard hit ball at us. We make a good dig, but it's still 12, 13 feet off the net. Mm -hmm. And so then we're out of system. We're limited on our options. It's usually gonna go high to one of the pens and that's an out of system set as well. Uh, typically in system, if you're in system, in system is going to occur a higher percentage of time off a serve receive versus off of a defensive play. Um, If you can be in system off of defense, you're a great ball control team. And that's something we strive to be is try to be in system as much as possible, whether it is serve receive or in defense transition, because that puts a lot of pressure on the other side, the other side for blocker, especially the middle blocker trying to read and try to determine where the set's going to go.
1: So, and then how do, I guess I'm assuming, again, you work through all this and it's training and lots of playing volleyball, but how do you know what you're trying to do when it is out of system? Is is it just naturally you know, or are there design plays that you
0: guys go to at that point? It's, um, we work on out of system plays all the time Mm -hmm. because so much of volleyball is played out of system. If you break it down, you think about it, um, I think probably over 60% of our game is played out of system. And so... We work a lot on our setter trying to be, we even throw in a called, what's called a medium system. So it's not a perfect pass or not exactly at the net where we can run all of our our plays, but it's off the net a little bit, but we still try to go a faster tempo even though it's off the net. And we have a talented setter in Bergen that she's able to do that a lot of the time. We know it's out of system if it is really far off the net, a high dig, if we're scrambling for a second ball, like people, somebody has to bump set it to... One of our attackers, if Bergen plays the ball, but we train that a lot. So if we know if Bergen digs the ball right now, Lexi knows she's taking the second ball and she's going to be setting one of the pens, either the right side or the um, left side attacker. And so everyone on the team understands that, that if Bergen plays it, Lexi's got it. If it is a scramble play where the ball's off the net, Bergen then has to communicate. If she can't get there, she's calling help, yelling somebody's name. For another player to step in and then take that second ball and set it and then right away then we know it's another out of system ball that that um lets our hitters know they need to change their approach it's not the same tempo or speed as if bergen were to take it they need to wait and most likely they're going to have a double block up on them so they need to be prepared to hit a better shot
1: How has that developed for lexi has she always been able to be a good setter if that comes or Mm -hmm. is that something that she's really had to work on
0: you no, know, typically liberos uh, usually are pretty good setters, uh, not necessarily with their hands, but they can bump set just because they have great ball control that they're able to put a ball up that has some type of tempo and location to it to allow. But it's uh, it's a it's a skill that we train and work on a lot because a lot of matches uh, are won or big points are won off an out-of-system play. And so we want to make sure that we train it so it becomes second nature and our players can trust it when we're in that situation that they can trust that Lexi's going to put the ball on the money and they can go up and make a big swing. And then it's also important that they know when they're getting ready to take a big swing because they're going to probably have a double block up that the remainder of our players are ready to cover and they're going to cover them if they were to get blocked.
1: Seems like it's almost the biggest celebration from the team when they get a big point off of an out-of-system play. How how big of a momentum and confidence boost
0: is it when you guys can get a big point off of an out-of-system type play? It is it's a huge momentum booster for our team because you know that your chance of success as an as an attacker is a lot less because the defense has had an opportunity to set up and is prepared for you getting the ball. So you have to be a little more crafty and you have to be uh, willing to take a risk as an attacker and take a big swing. So our, our team celebrates that when our outsides or right sides are willing to take big swings and try to hit off the fingertips. I mean, the margin of error is very small when you're trying to hit a blocker's Left finger or right finger to try to tool the ball off the lo- um, down the line, and so it's a reason to celebrate because it's it's such a big risk as an attacker. But also, um, some of those out of system plays are scrambling plays. So you're seeing just the grit and effort, all mm-hmm. effort of our team, and then them not being willing or taking it the you know the easy way out by just sending a free ball over to the opponent. They're trying to do whatever they can to make it the most challenging on the opponent. I love that.
1: Great breakdown. Appreciate Thanks. it. Yeah. Okay. Let's um, look ahead to this weekend. How excited are you guys to be back inside, Devanny?
0: a yeah. Couple weekends on the road. I'm, I'm sure you guys are welcome to be back in Lincoln. We are excited to be back at home and um, just back in the home routine. It's you know playing on the ro- road and travel and everything is is uh, takes a toll. But being at home allows our athletes to you know stay in school and sleep in their own beds and you know if they're not we're not trying to change our nutrition up a lot and. So it'll be nice just to be back in the atmosphere and the, the crowd um, in front of the crowd at Devaney. And, you know, we play with Michigan State again, who we just played last mm-hmm. on Friday. So uh, we know we're familiar with them, but we know that they're going to be prepping this week knowing what worked against us, trying to probably make that a bigger key for them and also understanding we're going to have to be prepared to make adjustments too. Um, it's a little different prep for us. Having just played Michigan State, we can watch – us play them and learn from that as well as watch previous matches from them to understand their hitting hitters tendencies but it'll be exciting to be back home it's felt like a long two weeks on the road.
1: I was going to ask you about that so when you are playing a team so quickly is will it look like a completely different matchup because of the different uh, tweaks that teams make or will it be kind of a, a
0: similar matchup how does that normally look? It'll, it'll be pretty similar. Um, both teams will make adjustments. You may see a few matchup changes here and there. Um, you may see that they may have picked up that we um, were, you know, we could score points serving short. So you may see a team come out and serve short more. Just they'll, they'll go back. We'll go back and look at our film and what worked in areas that we were able to attack them. And they'll go do the same thing. And so we have to prep that, too. We have to watch and see what did they do successful against us. And we got to get better at that and manage that better um, and anticipate they're going to try to do it a little more. And then we have to see what maybe we didn't what, do so well or how we didn't execute our game plan last time to see if we can still go back and do a better job of that and have a better success of it this time.
1: So what are some of those things for Michigan State specifically that need to be better this time around, the second to match up?
0: Well, we need to be better serving. Um, hopefully being back at home will help our serving a little bit. Our, our players will be more confident because we, we need to stress their passers more. Our out-of-system block will need to work on that. Our setup on the just blocking their hitters now that we've seen them. We understand more of their tendencies from seeing them across the court from us versus just seeing them on video. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be more familiar with their rotations. So that will 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 be better prepped for for those adjustments that they made in those rotations and then for us we needed to just we need to execute better on our side offensively and um with our middle attack or quicker attack and be able to take some pressure off our pen attackers
1: okay and then the big win, another big win on saturday penn state seven o'clock they've got it rolling they've won what eight in a row um six and oh and big ten you guys are all at the top of the standings there with wisconsin what is it that you guys have seen out of them that they have allowed them to really get hot here at this point of the season?
0: Yeah, it's it's not a surprise because they had um, they were a team of kind of a bunch of mixed mixed in new players. Um, they have a you know setter that came from Ohio State who was a Big Ten setter for you know the conference last year, for, and then you have an attacker, an outside hitter that came from Michigan who was their main attacker that's now on that team, and so they've put in some new players. And I feel like they're just starting to get comfortable. You saw them maybe lose a few at non-conference that surprised you. But when you look at their team dynamic, they think they were still trying to figure out their rhythm as a team. Um, but we know that they have talented players. We know that they uh, compete at a high level. Um, it's Penn State. You, you can just always expect it to be a great match with it being Penn State. But they had a couple big wins this weekend, five set wins. So that also tells us they're going to be gritty. Like They... They aren't going to back down and they're not going to give up if we do take a set that we need to be prepared to uh, win three sets by two points and be in for a long match and uh, be ready to battle on Saturday night.
1: What's the rivalry emotion like playing a team like Penn State? Is it still pretty, you know, when we talk about football teams and basketball teams and they're big rivals and when you're leading up to a weekend where you're playing someone, is, is Penn State still up there as far as in terms of, okay, this is a, a pretty emotional weekend in terms of rivalry matchups?
0: Yeah, they, they definitely still are up there as far as matchup goes because they're, they're a very talented team. And um, they, when you think of the Penn States from about 10 years ago that were winning national championship after national championship, they haven't been at that level the last few several years, but they're still at the top of the conference. And so um, when you break down you really think of Big Ten, you think of Wisconsin, Nebraska, Penn State, Minnesota. I mean, those are the teams that come to mind in volleyball. So you know that that is going to be a big match and both teams probably have it highlighted on their, their schedule. And um, also it's, it's a new team. I mean, this team that has a bunch of transfers from Penn State and they're very older, experienced team facing kind of our younger, new fresh team and new faces on our court. And so that puts a little more added incentive on the matchup because it's players that we've played against last year, but a lot of our players that are playing right now have not played against them. And so just the opportunity to play against those talented people, players across the net, will be big for our athletes.
1: All right. Um, biggest keys for this weekend for Nebraska? Uh,
0: definitely serving is going to be key for us. We have we have to improve in that and um, get, get our confidence back and, and have our players get back there and really trust it and put pressure on the team with their serve. And that will allow us to improve defensively again, we didn't have our best team defensive weekends lately, but that directly correlates to how well we serve. Um, So that'll be key for us. And then another key is, is we just have to get our confidence back with how we start our matches. We're going to have to come out in these two matches and we're going to have to come out quick. Um, We need to get back on that train where we're coming out and really enforcing our will against teams right away and um, that'll help us get more in a rhythm early on and not feel like we're trying to dig out of a hole. And it'll be nice to be playing from ahead rather than behind. So I think that's a key is how we start and are serving. And then uh, probably the other big key is just to get our middles uh, back involved in a big uh, factor in our offense and let them get some more confidence back. They've, they've done well, but they haven't had the impact that they've had to initially to start the season. And so... Um, to have them get feeling good again and part of our offense just will help us as a whole offensively.
1: All right, Lindsey Peterson, as always, great stuff, fantastic stuff. Appreciate your time and best of luck this weekend.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: All right, again, uh, Nebraska Volleyball with Michigan State, 6 o'clock on Friday, Penn State, 7 o'clock on Saturday inside the Devaney Center. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Dig. Make sure you subscribe and like wherever you listen to never miss an episode right here on the Husker Radio Network Podcast.